it, we're, we're living in a world right now where it's no longer what the employee can do for you. It's what you can do for the employee. Imagine what it would feel like to work with a team of people who communicate and collaborate in a way that achieves winning results. Your team shows up to work excited and motivated to help you grow and succeed in business. And not just when you are there. When you take a vacation or need to step away for an emergency, you know your team has got your back. You have great trust in their ability to move forward without you needing to provide direction. Welcome to the Leadership Culture Club podcast, where we dive deep into leadership, business culture, and creating high-performing teams. Whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur trying to hire your first virtual assistant, a first-time manager, or a seasoned executive, this show is tailored to help you build a thriving leadership culture that drives success. I am Nancy Michelli, a seasoned engineering leader with over 25 years of experience, and I am excited to share my passion for transforming organizations into high-performing teams. So I invite you to join me for valuable insights and inspiring conversations. Hit the subscribe button now to get notified as the Leadership Culture Club podcast drops each week and embarks on a journey of transformation towards becoming an exceptional leader. Together, we'll redefine success and create a culture that fosters growth, engagement, and achievement in your organization. Today, I am excited to have my guest and somebody that I've come to know quite well over the last year, Carrie McEachran. She is the CEO of the Chamber of Commerce in Sarnia Lambton, and she is a small business owner. And I'm so excited to bring her on because Carrie is such a magnet of energy that is doing all kinds of great things for our community, for small businesses. And so today we're going to talk a lot about communication within your small business, promotion of your small business, and any uh, other insights that Carrie's got um, that she's bringing with the chamber to help businesses be successful in Sarnia Lampton. So welcome, Carrie. It is so great to have you today. Thanks, Nancy, for uh, for inviting me to join you today. I'm really, really excited to be here. I am too. Mm-hmm. So, Carrie, you stepped up into the role of the CEO at the Chamber of Commerce in May of this year. Right. And we've now come out of COVID, right? So you're starting to see a lot of new changes, people promoting and new activities. Can you just share some of your insights? into being in the CEO in a new position and what you feel corporate companies should do to help move themselves forward in this new post-COVID world. Sure, yeah. So a little bit about me because this job with the Sarnia Lambton Chamber of Commerce is completely different than what I have ever done 
in my entire career. Um, I come from a social service background. So I had uh, executive director at a social service um, organization for the past six years, held some leadership uh, positions at different organizations uh, prior to that. So this opportunity came up and I thought, "Mm, it's going to be a lot different than what I'm used to, but I love a challenge and I uh, I love trying new things. But then when I started, I realized it actually isn't a whole lot different. You know, there's it has its it has its differences, I guess. But um, a big part of my role here is really just advocating, advocating for businesses. Whereas before, I was advocating for social services um, and and the organizations I worked for and the people that we were serving. But now the chamber is we serve business, so. Um, not a whole lot different. So a big part of my role is the advocacy piece. Um, with awesome. the mm-hmm. So where um, where do you find is necessary from ad- advocacy? Is it locally or is it even promoting outside with governments and different organizations? It's at every level, um, every mm-hmm. level. So a big piece of what I wanted to do when I started here at the chamber is just spend the first six months just hitting the ground and going out meeting with the membership. Because like you said, Nancy, it's, we're just getting out of COVID. So the face of business has changed even over the past two years uh, with everything that businesses have had to go through. So um, it's, it's, it's really just advocating at all levels and what members were telling what members have been telling me is they they'd like to see more advocacy especially right now coming out of covid having to rebuild a lot of businesses are having to rebuild their rebranding mm. changing direction and there's a lot of advocacy around uh around all of this newness so um we're we're hitting up every level of of government that's really interesting right as where every company is kind of pivoting, right? And we're are rebanding, reshifting. How we deal with employees is different now coming out of COVID, right? So much yes. has changed in the business world. Um, one of the things that I love that you have done since you started is actually bringing kind of committees together to inspire connection and networking again. Right. Um, by the women in business, right? The um, the business after five has ran kind of in a different way during COVID and started to become live in person again. And um, the young professionals group, mm-hmm. what is your, if you could give somebody a recommendation about how to show up and utilize those networking events to somebody's benefit what are some of the ideas that you have so we we built so we have rebuilt um we've taken some really great things that were working uh pre-covid and we've rebuilt them to really fit the needs of the new business and um So anything that we've brought back or anything we've created that's new has come from our members telling us what they need. So um, COVID COVID has started lifting. People started getting out more and they just wanted to start networking and being around other people. Um, So business after fives necessarily didn't, they didn't necessarily stop during COVID. They just hit the virtual world and 
I don't know about you, but uh, I was virtualed out um, yes. with all the virtual meetings and like my whole world was was online. And so it's just not the same as that human connection that you get of meeting in person. So we've we've looked at different ways to start engaging people, start engaging younger businesses, because we do in this community have some pretty amazing young people that are either starting businesses or they're moving moving their way up the ladder at their um, employers and they wanted an opportunity to get out there and start mentoring, uh, not mentoring, but started networking as well. So uh, we have the Women in Business Network. We um, It was something that hasn't happened at the Chamber before now, um, but we have a lot of women entrepreneurs that have said, hey, maybe business after five is not my thing. Or, you know, I just, I, I want to be around other women in business, um, some younger women who are just wanting that mentorship piece from some of the women who, uh, the more seasoned people like like myself, um, having that mentorship and that connection with people. So um, that has been really well received, the women in business. and And I always say to people, it's, it's not, you don't have to be a woman or someone who identifies as a woman to be part of this. If you are a man who believes in and empowers women in the business world, um, then absolutely, you are more than welcome to come. It's not just exclusive to women. Yeah. Uh, I, I get on my rant, so. <laughs> right away. <laughs> So I can't remember where I was going with that, but anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, it's nice, right, to be able to get out and connect with people face-to-face to, -face, to mm. kind of chat both about business and just even life in general, right? Like mm -hmm. what's going on and getting to know people on a one-on-one -on -one, um, behavior interaction and behavior style which is which is absolutely lovely mm -hmm. um i am definitely loving them i have not historically been to them and i've historically found networking uncomfortable mm -hmm. but these events have been fantastic and i very much enjoyed them and encourage people to show up regardless of whether you're a member of the chamber or not right mm -hmm. you don't have to be a member to come to these events um, I know Carrie would love you to be a member um, to join, um, but you don't have to be a member, right? If you want to kind of get to know people yes. in the Sarnia Lambton community. And now it's time for Leadership Culture Club Time Out. Attentional leaders and aspiring trailblazers, are you ready to uncover your natural leadership interaction style? Get ready to discover your communication prowess and how you like to be led. Are you a caring facilitator or a decisive commander? Take our leadership communication styles quiz today and step up your game as a true leader. Don't wait, it's just a click away. So pause this podcast, click and prepare yourself for a Leadership Culture Club Time Out Adventure. Get ready to unleash your leadership superpowers. Click the link in the show note below now. Welcome back to the show. It's interesting, Carrie. I ha you have gone through an incredible experience. And as we were talking about women in business, this mm -hmm. idea popped into my head of ask 
people want to step up into CEO type positions, senior leader positions, what are some of the recommendations or skills that you would suggest that they should have to help them move up and be able to be that strong advocate for their employees and their company? Mm -hmm. The two top things I always say to people, and I'm not just saying this because uh, of my role here at the chamber, is I always say to people, um, get a mentor and not just one. Um, <laughs> and we and I've had this discussion just the other day with somebody where, you know, um, people are always more than happy. I, I have never not known anyone to say, no, I'm not interested in being a mentor for you. Um, in my career, moving my way up the ladder, I would reach out to women who I looked up to and men. I had uh, male mentors as well. And reached out and said, hey, I'd love to learn from you. And there is not one person that has said no. In fact, they're thrilled, thrilled to help out. So nice. I always get that person. If there's somebody in a role that you aspire to be in um, that is out there doing a really great job, reach out to them. I always I always recommend that. Another is network. And I'm not just saying mm. that because I'm with the chamber. But putting yourself out there, even like you had said, it's uncomfortable. Sometimes networking is uncomfortable. And I often feel the same way, walking into a big room full of people I may not know. But put yourself out there um, and uh, and start start networking and and learning from other people um, is definitely the two things that I oh two top things that I always recommend doing because um, there's a lot of people that'll be more than willing to to give you lots of advice and mentorship as you move up the ladder. I think that's wonderful, that concept of networking, right? Because as you move into those senior leadership roles, yes, you need to give advice down to the, the team, but your job is actually strategic um, and moving outward and connecting mm -hmm. to a broader audience, connecting to potential clients, connecting to potential customers, um, other people who are competitors or you can build alliances with. And mm -hmm. so networking is one of those really crucial skills as you move up in a leadership role. Yes. And so as you have learned and developed to network and as you're learning to connect with new people in different chambers, in different organizations from an, even an advocacy perspective, what is one of the... Um, techniques that you use to meet somebody for the first time so you're gonna go say hello and introduce yourself so if you have the luxury of being able to find out who's going to be there in advance I mm -hmm. always will look um, at the list who's going to be there who could possibly be there um you know, four months into my role here at the chamber, I was in Ottawa at the Canadian uh, AGM and convention, and I didn't know anyone when I walked in that room of hundreds of uh, CEOs from across Canada. But I made a point before I went of looking at who the CEOs across Canada are, who I want to, um, who I want to get to know, um, who's either doing similar things as we're doing here in Sarnia or. Um, doing things that I'd love to implement, things that are sex successful uh, where they are. So if you have the luxury of knowing, certainly do that research and find that person. <laughs> uh, the radar goes off in the room. Okay, where <laughs> is that person I wanted to meet? Um, as well as, you know, I just, 
networking is a very awkward, awkward. So, you know, no one wants to mm-hmm. be standing around looking uncomfortable. So, you know, for me, I, I recently walked into a reception where there was hundreds of people I didn't know. And I got to the door and took a deep breath and went, okay, we're doing this. Um and, you know, you look for those people, often look for those people that are also on their own because there are lots of people there. Right. Um, and, and find that other person and introduce yourself to them and, you know, get chatting. And then the more you get chatting with them, then you're more comfortable um, or you have other people joining you. So it's just making your way around the room. Um, I often will look at somebody and think, okay, that's somebody I feel like I really do need to go and reach out. I may not know anything about them, but there's just something mm-hmm. about them that says you need to go and connect with that person. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something potentially about their energy or their body language that says, I feel like I'm going to resonate yes. well with them. And setting um, goals. I, I will set goals yeah. for myself. If it's something yes. that I know I'm walking in and there's going to be hundreds of people there and I know I'm not going to make my way around the room. Um, mm-hmm. I will set a goal. You know, I want to, by the end of the night, have, you know, 40 contacts for for new mm-hmm. contacts for people that are, are working within my wor- world or will be able to, to help me in whatever aspect. Wonderful. Those are great, great tips for people to network and even anybody who's local coming to our networking events, right? To be mm-hmm. able to go out and and connect and and even if it's like I know one person can that person introduce me to someone else to to make those those connections so those, yes. those are fabulous recommendations and with the with the networking commit with, with the business after five and the young professionals mm-hmm. um, even the women in business um, we will you know if somebody's new, um, to mm-hmm. the chamber, we will actually make a point of making sure we go over and speak to them as chamber right. staff. But I will also, if there's somebody like you there who mm-hmm. has got to know the chamber and you are more than willing to go over and introduce yourself to them, um, then I will do that. I will go and find a member to say, hey, let me introduce you to this new person, right. uh, this new chamber member, and then build the connections that way as well. Mm-hmm. As you look forward... Uh, with the chamber and and us moving into 2023, what do you think some of the biggest challenges for 2023 for businesses are that business owners um, may want to consider or be aware of? Uh, I think, you know, still rebuilding from what we've gone through over the past two years. Um, inflation right now is such a huge huge issue. Um, and it seems to be getting worse. So, you know, there's, there's that piece, um, over the next year to think about as well, what we're hearing, um, actually what we're hearing from almost every single one of our employers, one of our chamber members is that, um, recruiting and retaining good people is become a real issue. Um, and so it's, it's thinking, I, I always say, it, we're we're living in a world right now where it's no longer what the employee can do for you. It's what you can do for the employee. And I know that's a, when you are a business owner, that's a really tough thing to think, right? right. To, uh, to swallow because it really should not be that way around. But mm-hmm. it's the reality that we have now. So people starting to think about what is it that I'm offering so I can get good people um, here and I can keep them happy. Um, so 
you know, without putting a major plug out for the chamber, because that's not why I'm here today, is right. you know, the chamber membership has benefits to employees as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had a conversation with an employer who has uh, a younger team. Well, the Young Professionals Network is a perfect place to send your young professionals, you know, instead of spending a lot of money on staff development, you know, encourage them to start attending these young professional networks and these lunch and learns that we're, we're providing. Yeah. To people. yeah so, give them that little bit of space to have time off to go do it. Right. Encourage yes. them, support them in, in connecting, in networking. Um, I find, and I don't know if uh, you have found this with uh, even as an employee, Right, it's it's not necessarily always the pay, but it's recognizing my growth in different ways, right? And being able to say, you know what, hey, there's a conference over here that would be really worthwhile. Why don't you go learn something, and we'll develop some plan around it, or even just suggesting ways to show appreciation on a regular basis mm-hmm. to those employees to say. Hey, I see you. You're doing a good job. You're, um, and we we miss, I think, those opportunities instead of being like, oh, I need to come up with another increase in salary, or I need to come up with another um, something for them. Right? That's mm-hmm. that that we think are benefits, but really, people are looking. Does my boss appreciate why I'm there? Does my, um, are they interested in my growth and development within this company so that I can perform mm-hmm. better? Absolutely. What other um, things are you also seeing that would help? Um, um, that would help with the retention piece? Yeah, the retention. Um, I think too, coming from, um, like 20 some years in in social services and nonprofit world um, Mm -hmm. is a lot of it is building culture as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, you you speak to um, you speak to younger uh, people now, because I am not even close to being that, that person anymore. (laughs) What is it? What is it you're looking for? And it's not about the money anymore. It really isn't, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. it's about the money, but there, building culture as well. Um, yeah. you know, what's it like to be in your workplace? Are, are people happy to be in the same space as each other? Um, are you doing, you know, are you t- doing, I don't, I don't know, um, like fun things, right. uh, right. So, uh, culture is, is another, another big one as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Working on culture, developing that culture. What is it that you want your employees I uh, will say to leaders, when your employee is at home having dinner with their friends, what is the message you want them to say about working at your organization, mm-hmm. right? What is it that it's like other people around the table would be like, hey, I want to go work there. I want to work for that boss, right? And it's not about pay, but it's about um creating that space for your employees to perform at the top of their game exactly mm-hmm. exactly yeah and and I'm a true believer with um you know when you bring good people on and you help develop them and help them grow the best thing that could ever happen 
is that they move on to something. And this is me working in the nonprofit world, but to move on to something bigger and better and more pay. And, you know, they just keep building their way up the ladder. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that that's, that's, you've done a great job when that happens. True. True. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that, um, and I don't know who said this, um, but they're like, if you can inspire someone to develop, go off and learn somewhere else and then come back yes. and work for you in a senior position. Mm-hmm. Not only have you built them up, but they bring like this immense knowledge and that combination can be really effective mm-hmm. for your team and your organization. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's incredible. So, yes. And, and we, I mean, we recently being new to the chamber and we have a very small but mighty team here. Mm-hmm. Um, there's four of us. And out of the four of us, only one has been here more uh, longer than a year. So we're a very mm-hmm. small team, very um, new. Um, but it was really important for me when I started to, for all of us to just work together and know each other um, in, 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 so we know each other well enough so we can work together successfully because my mm-hmm. goal was to build the chamber up again. And in order to do that, we all have to work very, very cohesively. And and I needed to know what my staff needed, my new people, my new team. So we did bring, and it's a little plug for Nancy, but we did bring Nancy uh-huh. in. Um, <laughs> and we did the positive communication model um, program. And we were just talking about that earlier in our team meeting, actually how it really helped us um, really come together as a team, not knowing each other when, when I started here. So it's been great. It's, it was, it's been a really great, not only did we learn a whole lot about each other and what we each need to be successful, but having that time in a fun environment to get to know each other and just, you know, let loose. And, and, and it was, I think it's probably the best thing we could have done um, for the team. So that's just a little because I, I appreciate it as, as the leader of the organization. Um, and I know the staff here do as well. Thank you. I, I greatly appreciate you guys. It was so much fun to do this, uh, with your team and yeah, I, I really love how that model, I feel breaks down barriers of us (laughs) feeling that we're, different from each other or um why sometimes communication doesn't work across Mm -hmm. right it it, without putting blame or feeling guilty yes in that process right Mm -hmm. at at Mm -hmm. fault it it helps kind of do it from a a positive perspective so i greatly appreciate it carrie um do you have any other last comments or ideas you want to share with somebody um, out there around leadership or communication before we sign off? I don't think so. I mean, I could, I could ramble on for hours and I know that you have a time frame, so I should probably end right now. Um, so I do, I have, I appreciate that you, uh, we were able to have this conversation. I am so grateful to have you here. And if anybody is interested in joining me on this show, being part, having an incredible conversation, you don't have to do a a lovely plug like Carrie did, (laughs) but just to chat about leadership, about communication, 
about creating a positive workplace culture, please click the link below and I would love to have you participate on this conversation. Thank you, Carrie, and have a wonderful day. Thanks, Nancy.